To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod. Welcome to the Death Panel. Patrons, thank you so much for supporting the show. We are entirely listener-funded, and we couldn't do any of this without you all. We're getting close to our Patreon goal, which once we hit, it will help us be able to start getting transcripts more quickly and more regularly. So if you'd like to help us reach that goal, then please feel free to share the show with your friends and encourage them to support our work as well. And if you'd like to help us out a little bit more, post about your favorite episodes, order a copy of Health Communism from your local bookstore or request it at your local library and follow us at deathpanel underscore. So today, Artie, Abby, and I are here, and we're going to check in on the latest on COVID and the Biden administration, including new reports speculating on their plan to end the public health emergency. Then we're going to turn to the op-ed pages and talk about Lena Wen's latest for the Washington Post, in which she tries to breathe new life into the with Ford debate, asserting that we are overcounting COVID deaths, which is... The exact opposite of actually what's going on. We are undercounting COVID deaths in the United States. Meanwhile, in the real world, deaths are up. Many people were surprised to hear this when I mentioned it on our huge 2022 roundup episode called COVID Year 3. So I just want to say it again. Over 10,000 people died of COVID in the United States in December, or about 2,500 people per week. Now, jumping to January, last week, according to CDC data, there were 3,900 reported COVID deaths in the U.S. As of January 15th, according to the Washington Post, there are just over 40,000 people hospitalized in the U.S. with COVID, and the U.S. has been reporting over 500 COVID deaths a day for the last four days. Now, according to numbers from Our World in Data, right now, U.S. COVID deaths account for one in five COVID deaths globally. Jesus. <sighs> yeah. But in spite of this, the plan to kick COVID vaccines and treatments to the private market in the U.S. continues at full pace. The Biden administration recently renewed the public health emergency, strongly implying that it was doing so for the last time. And an announcement that Moderna will be raising the price for its vaccine has become the subject of some contention, even though for some reason an almost identical announcement by Pfizer in the fall went largely overlooked. So let's start there. The latest of the Biden administration and their depraved push to toss COVID into the maw of the American private insurance system, especially and in including some really choice statements made by White House COVID response coordinator Ashish Jha in the last week to The Washington Post. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because before we get into the public health emergency thing itself, I think it's just really important to highlight this statement jaw made in particular mm -hmm. this is from a piece in the washington post as you mentioned last week i'll just i'm going to read the quote first so we can talk about it because it's just it, it, it's just just an unbelievable level of crocodile tears here so um <laughs> let me just uh here, here's the quote white house covid19 response coordinator ashish jaw said that the american healthcare system may not be able to withstand the continued viral onslaught straining the system's ability to care for other serious illnesses Quote, I am worried that we are going to have four years our health system being pretty dysfunctional, not being able to take care of heart attack patients, not being able to take care of cancer patients, not being able to take care of the kid who's got appendicitis because we're going to be so overwhelmed with respiratory viruses for three or four months a year, Jaw told the Washington Post. He described a scenario in which the typical winter logjam of patients begins much earlier than usual in August or September because of the coronavirus. It's a darker scenario than the administration has portrayed in the past, and one Jaw said most Americans have yet to realize. 
quote, I just think people have not appreciated the chronic cost because we have seen this as an acute problem, Jaw said. <laughs> well, who's we have no idea. <laughs> we have no idea how hard this is going to make life for everybody for long periods of time, unquote. Oh, I love that you and Abby already had the immediate sort of same response to this, which is like, oh, if only it were somebody's job to convince the American public of this fact, right? You know, this is a sheesh job, basically. Well, it saying was, that if it only is, there was a singular coronavirus response some- coordinator <laughs> whose job was to coordinate the pandemic the co- response. The coronavirus response. <laughs> Sorry for misquoting you both. How dare you? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) All that comes to mind when I think about this is just like cliches. You know what I mean? This is like the biggest (laughs) we're all trying to find the guy who did this of Mm -hmm. all time. Just the the really brief point I want to make on this is that it's not like this is new. It's not like this is something that's just happening in 2023. Like since just about the beginning of the pandemic, I feel like there's been extensive reporting, like extensive chronicling. I would be shocked if the Biden administration was not aware of some of this. Right. Um, of the strain on the healthcare system and how that strain is actually going to play out and how the, the strain threatens to become chronic. And to hear Ashish Jha talk about it in these very like passive terms, as if it's just <laughs> yeah. like, you know, some kind of like a like a rainstorm that just sort of like materialized out of nowhere. I mean, it's beyond galling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think when this first went around, you know, it's it's easy to point to the hypocrisy of this because it's obviously like, yeah, no shit. And obviously, as, as we both said, like, isn't this literally your job to be concerned about things like this? And now you're saying, oh, we haven't. And now you're saying, oh, this is just going to happen. But I think what makes this particularly offensive and the reason that I'm glad that we're talking about it first is because, okay, what is the entire reason that the Biden administration and Jaw himself has given for why they don't think that they need to push for universal masking anymore. It's hospitalizations fucking, are low. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Hospital capacity. Like I, ah! I, I drew up for this, like the, um, the Rochelle Rolensky quote from Ugh. February 25th, 2022, when they announced the introduction of the community level system, quote, this updated approach, which was, you know, their new approach for, for rationalizing no longer even you know pushing for or recommending masking anymore this updated approach focuses on directing our prevention efforts towards protecting people at high risk for severe illness and preventing hospitals and healthcare systems from being overwhelmed <laughs> so let's just like say quite plainly the community level system failed to hear the full episode become a patron at patreon.com slash death panel pod You'll get access to this and the rest of our catalog of patron-only episodes, and be the first to get a new patron episode every Monday when it drops. With love, the Death Panel.